Workforce Health Engagement, Episode 17, The Cost of Medical Errors, Educating Employees About Patient Safety, featuring Leah Binder from the LeapFrog Group. Welcome to Workforce Health Engagement, a show exploring strategies to improve your employees' health and productivity and to protect your bottom line. Join us as industry experts discuss how to engage employees in population health management, wellness, and healthcare consumerism. This is a special series by the producers of the top-rated podcast, Engaging Leader. And now, with 20 years of experience as a communication consultant to Fortune 500 companies, helping engage hundreds of thousands of employees, here's your host, Jesse Leahy. Welcome to the show, Engagers. All hospitals are not the same. Many hospitals have much worse rates of infections and medical errors that have a serious effect on employers and their employees, both in terms of financial cost as well as human lives. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know about this unfortunate fact of life in healthcare. But do your employees. How can you educate your employees about patient safety and influence them to choose the hospitals with a better track record in terms of safety, quality, and value. Well, joining us to talk about today is Leah Binder. She's president and CEO of the LeapFrog Group, a voluntary program aimed at mobilizing employer purchasing power to alert America's health industry that big leaps in healthcare safety, quality, and customer value will be recognized and rewarded. Since 2001, the annual LeapFrog Hospital Survey has compared hospital performance on the standards that are most relevant to consumers and purchasers of care. In fact, it's the only nationally standardized and endorsed set of measures that captures hospital performance in patient safety, quality, and resource utilization. Leah Binder, welcome to Workforce Health Engagement. Hello, glad to be here. Leah, before we jump into patient safety and medical errors, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you joined with, why you joined with LeapFrog Group seven years ago? Well, you know, I worked for a rural hospital system in Maine, and I was, as many people in rural hospital systems do, I did a little of everything. And uh, um, so one day we heard about um, a new program. Many of the employers in the state of Maine had come together in something called the Maine Health Management Coalition. And they, um, some of the larger ones, had said, from now on, we are going to have a new program where we waive the deductible of $250 when any of our employees use a hospital that meets our quality standards. But if they use a hospital that doesn't meet our standards, then we are going to charge them that deductible, the two hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. So that that was a new program. So we said, and they were going to base their quality standards on something called the Leapfrog Hospital Survey, which is a survey that hospitals would take that that shows their quality, gives quality data. It's publicly reported, and we said, oh, okay, it gives information about how their outcomes are and their safety. You know, their errors and infections and things like that. And it's all, again, reported by hospitals, so you have to really put your data out there. Anyway, so we said, all right, well, I guess we better report to LeapFrog because we want to be in this. We want to have a chance to have the deductible waived, and you know, we, we want to be on this list. So we did. We participated in LeapFrog. And uh, lo and behold, a few months later, we get the bad news that we were not 
on the preferred list. Hmm. We did not meet the quality standards, the safety standards. Um, and we would that meant that our patients who were employees of these large companies would have to pay this uh, this deductible. So as it turned out, though, we we're in a rural community and very few of the employees actually um, lived in our community. Um, uh, so I was one of my jobs there was uh, I was in charge of, of communications. So I said to my CEO, the boss, I said, well, you know, let's just ignore it. There's very few employees here. Eh, who cares? You know, we're the only hospital anyway. There's no competitors. Well, let's just, we'll ignore it. I was so confident of myself. And as it turned out, I was so wrong. Oh. I was, it was awful. So what happened was it only took two of these incidents, but two big ones where uh, uh, an employee, and uh, by the way, as it turned out, some of these employees were quite prominent citizens, um, but it, even if they hadn't been, this probably would have been an impact, as impactful. Stopped, uh, an employee stopped one of the physicians in, a, in the grocery store and said, what's wrong with your hospital? My wife said that uh, we had to pay $250 because you're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> a nightmare. This happened a, a total of two times. And that was enough to cause a firestorm. Um, this is how big a firestorm it was. The physicians in the community called a meeting. Now, if you know physicians, you know that they don't they don't like meetings. <laughs> right. <laughs> they called a meeting. They were <laughs> outraged. The first thing they wanted to know is how, what's wrong with the leapfrog survey? What must be something with that that we would be called not very safe? And they went through it and they found out, which as is true, that it is based on you know the latest science and the integrity of that survey is just absolutely top-notch it's it's vetted by all of the the top experts in safety and quality it is an absolutely airtight survey it's very well uh constructed so we said oh darn there's nothing we can do with the survey okay <laughs> must be us so we started to look at our own um record and the physicians started to look at it and say what's going on with safety now, he here's the thing this really caused an overhaul in that hospital's safety program. We ne we never approached patient safety the same way again. It completely revolutionized the way our hospital treated patient safety and, and for the good. I mean, patients were a hundred times safer hmm. after that experience than they had been before that experience had much bigger impact than anything else, including our accreditation surveys, our state surveys, our regulatory things, all the things that, you know, that we've been through as a hospital, nothing had the, the same impact as the transparency of LeapFrog uh, and as the in involvement of the employer with employees. That had an enormous impact. And, uh, and it didn't it wasn't didn't take a lot by the employer right it took two employees yeah. so um, uh, anyway so I saw the power of leapfrog I saw the value of that model what a difference it could make so a couple of years later um, lo and behold leapfrog um, had a, a job opening for the CEO and I said well I'm in the middle of nowhere but I might as well apply because that's that's to me where the future is in healthcare and I applied, and here I am. I, I've been here uh, a little over seven years, and that is really what inspired me, and it continues to inspire me. I continue to see that model play out across the country every single day. So fast forward seven years, uh, in the in the last year's LeapFrog Hospital survey, there were over 1,400 hospitals that participated. What else has changed uh, in that time, what bring us up to up to date on what the Leapfrog Hospital Survey is is up to these days? 
Sure. Okay. Well, we have the LeapFrog survey, as you say. The LeapFrog survey is even uh, more uh, because it's kept up with measurement science, which itself has grown. Um, we have even more information that I think is of great value to purchasers. We know it is because we work with purchasers. That's our membership every day. And um, so, for example, um, next year, we're really excited that we have uh, C-section, cesarean section data coming out. This will be the first time that there will be uh, cesarean section data by hospital across the country. Now, I know that sounds like I can't, it's hard to believe that we haven't had it until now. I mean, <laughs> everyone's wanted this forever, but we, we haven't had it. We haven't had one standard measure of C-sections uh, nationally to compare hospitals um, ever. And this is the first time we will have it on, uh, thanks to, to the new measure. Um, and so we have like maternity sections. We have much better data now on, uh, on mortality rates for certain procedures, your chances of surviving certain procedures. We have tests of whether um, technology actually works in some of these hospitals. So we have some very sophisticated new measures on the survey very useful to, to many purchasers. And uh, uh, so the survey itself has grown in its um, usefulness uh, to purchasers. All the data on the survey is stuff you can't get out of your claims data. So that's always been the purpose of LeapFrog is to give purchasers what they cannot get from their plans. It's just stuff you can't know that is costing you money, but more importantly, is costing your employees their health in some cases. So it's really important information you can't get. Otherwise, we leverage the collective voice purchasers to get it out of the hospitals. So that's what we're doing with the survey. But we also have another new program that um, we started a couple of years ago that's been very successful. It's called the Hospital Safety Score. And that is a letter grade that we assign to all hospitals, whether they report to LeapFrog or not. Um, it's an A, B, C, D, or F uh, grade. And we do assign Ds and Fs um, included in that. Um, and that is to about 2,500 hospitals across the country, as I said. Um, and that rates hospitals on how safe they are for their patients. Meaning, what is your likelihood of getting an error or an accident or an injury uh, that will, uh, or an infection that will uh, harm you during the course of your stay? The letter grade is not going to rate whether you're going to survive a particular procedure, the quality of a particular procedure. For that, we have leapfrog and other sources. This is, are you going to get an unintended harm or consequence or infection or something like that? These are very common and uh, costing uh, employers uh, a lot. So this is our way of really trying to alert consumers that all hospitals are not the same, that they ought to be aware, and they ought to be... Um, picking and choosing among hospitals, and they also ought to be taking steps to protect themselves and their families when they stay in a hospital. Well, I'd like to dig into that, how you how companies can educate their employees about the importance of patient safety and how to choose hospitals and how to keep themselves safer. But first, just for the benefit of folks that are listening that maybe aren't aware of how important patient safety is, what kinds of um, impact does this have? Well, uh, it, it's actually pretty uh, powerful. Uh, so here's one statistic that is actually, to me, shocking. And for anyone who works in a, an industry like manufacturing, they may not even believe this, but I swear I can give you the, the data. One in four people admitted to a hospital will suffer some form of harm. 
So there's going to be some kind of mess up for one in four wow. additions. Okay, one in four. So I, I, you feel like you have to kind of try hard to get to that level of, um, of, of problem. And sometimes <laughs> it's the fault of the patient or who knows whose fault it is. It's a broad number, but still it's huge. Anyone in manufacturing, anyone in, any one of us, right? Would you get in your car if I told you that you had a one in four chance of of getting of being harmed during the course of your trip, of course not. You know that is the astronomical rate. And then other statistics: one in twenty-five people get an infection in the hospital. Um, and the one that's most disturbing, I think, for all of us is that upwards of four hundred thousand people a year die from errors and accidents in hospitals. That's a population the size of Miami every year dying in hospitals from these errors and you know look at your own population as an employer how many of your employees are there therefore at risk of dying in these hospitals from uh, from errors that in many cases can be prevented so that is what's at stake it's a very very significant problem and the corollary to that problem though is that not all hospitals are the same some are much safer than others, and the problem is we haven't identified which is which in any kind of marketplace, so that the hospitals are doing a great job, don't necessarily see any market share out of that, and that's become a major problem. We have to make it clear in the marketplace that safety matters. So, obviously, these are, these are statistics, but these are real people's lives being affected. Mm. Yeah. And it also translates to the bottom line. I mean, what kind of financial costs are involved here? Well, we actually offer a calculator to employers if they want to play with these numbers themselves because there's lots of ways to do it. But we actually have figured out, um, and we have a lot of good data on how much it costs. Because one of the problems as well with the marketplace in healthcare is that the hospitals don't typically pay the cost of these errors. They pass those costs off onto, in some cases, Medicare and Medicaid, but usually most of those costs get paid uh, by employers through their health plans or other, uh, or often directly uh, if they're self-insured. So that is who's paying these costs. And we've actually been able to, to calculate them, as I said. And we have um, calculated that on average, every admission uh, to a hospital, on average, an employer is paying an extra eight an extra eight thousand dollars for the cost of these errors and accidents and injuries. So, so for every hospital admission, it's costing an extra eight thousand dollars on average. On so average, if you have a thousand admissions in a year. You know, do the math. That's how much money you're wasting uh, on uh, on errors and accidents and injuries. Now, it's different depending on which hospitals your hosp- your uh, employees are using. And, uh, and, and you can make some, some, you may make a little bit different assumptions than us. We've made very conservative assumptions. So I think yours are probably higher than that. But you, we give this whole spreadsheet and you can send it over to your, pl- your health plan and ask them to, to run the numbers for you based on your own admissions. Um, it's not a hard spreadsheet and a lot of plans do it for the employers and you will not be happy. It's on um, the LeapFrog Group a website. Just, just look up the a hidden surcharge calculator on leapfroggroup.org. And it is, um, it, it's scary. Uh, but he, here's another example. You know, here's a 
I love this example because it came out last year in, in Journal of American Medical Association. A bunch of researchers did a study to try to figure out how much extra was paid every time there was a surgical site infection at a hospital. They didn't name the hospital system. But they said how much extra was paid. So Medicaid, every time there was a surgical site infection, Medicaid, which is the state program for low-income people, paid about $900. A lot of money, a lot of groceries for someone on Medicaid, but that's a lot of money for, for a surgical site infection. Uh, Medicare paid more, $3,000. That's a lot, of, a lot for Medicare, too. But here's what the purchasers paid. Ready? Mm-hmm. $39,000. Oh, my gosh. $39,000. That was a study by EAPN, E-A-P-P-E-N, in JAMA last year, so look it up yourself, <laughs> on $39,000. So you could create a good job for that. Instead, you paid for a surgical side infection. So that's what's at stake for employers when they uh, look at the issues of patient safety. So it's, it's like taking your car to the mechanic to have your brakes changed and the mechanic calls you later and says, you know, while we were fixing the brakes, we um, ruined your engine and your transmission. And so it's going to cost an extra uh, $5,000. And uh, so come pick up your car later and be prepared to pay for that. It's, exactly. it's just crazy that the consumers are more likely the, the employers providing the insurance that the payers are responsible for the cost when it was the hospitals that are causing it. That's precisely right. That's <laughs> precisely the analogy. That's and uh, and as you said, the the costs get shifted because Medicare is only going to pay so much, and so the basically right. the the costs that end up uh, being paid for by richer plans like employer plans gets way overinflated beyond all reality. Yeah, and you know, in your analogy with with the auto mechanic, they have. A, built-in incentive not to ruin your engine while they fix your brakes because of that, right? Because they can't call you up and say, I'm charging $5,000 more, right? They can't do that. They'd be out of business. So they can't, they don't want to ruin your engine because it's going to cost them money. They're going to lose all the money that because they know they can't charge you. That That's not the case in the healthcare system. And the healthcare system is all these things get just buried. These costs just get buried. There's all kinds of ways that they pass them off onto the consumer and so the hospitals themselves are not um, bearing the, cons- the financial consequences of these errors as much at, or at least not even aware of them in some cases, but they are not bearing the financial consequences. The hospital has a huge number of errors. They don't necessarily see the bottom line impact of them, t- of those errors on their bottom line. Coming back to the issue of we're not driving a market for safety. And we must. So... An obvious question is how can employers help their employees na- navigate to the safer hospitals, the hospitals that do a, b- a better job with patient safety? Well, we've, we have some tools for them. And um, LeapFrog is a nonprofit, and we were formed by purchasers. We have a good number of purchasers involved with us. Um, and uh, actually, a, a good number of them are business coalitions on health. So we always encourage purchasers to join their local business coalition on health or go to some of those meetings and just explore them because that's a good way to start is just to sort of work with other purchasers so that you maximize your leverage on some of these issues, this issue and other issues. Um, so you can start by just, just um, reaching out to other purchasers. Um, 
And then the second thing that, so LeapFrog is a nonprofit, as I said, and we, um, we offer some tools that our purchasers have encouraged us to develop for them. And they're all free for anyone. Uh, and it's on our website. There's two websites, but one in particular I would encourage purchasers to go to because we just developed this really um, interesting set of materials that, I, that you can download right away. It's hospitalsafetyscore.org, and you go into um, – you look for the for employers research resources and we have um, lots of resources on what you can do to protect your employees and to give them information so they can uh, avoid some of these errors and accidents but so you start by joining a coalition let's say but the other thing you can do is simply let people know about what they can do to protect themselves in the hospital and there's some simple things and what we give you in the resources are some simple short messages you can put in your newsletter or put in your so- local social media or put out on your intranet or anything you want that very simple messages or PowerPoints, uh, things that your CEO can, can put out in a letter, lots of different ideas that other purchasers have used to get the message out. But so let me give you an example of something that people can do to protect themselves. Great. One is you can... Um, uh, you can always have an advocate with you if you're in the hospital. So if you've got a family member in the hospital, try to have an advocate there. The advocate has to have a notepad with a pencil and or a pen and take notes and know exactly what medications your family member is on. And every time someone comes in to administer that medication, ask the question, what is that? What's the dose? And make sure it's being administered correctly every single time because it turns out medication errors are the most common error made in hospitals Um, and it's very easy to do this is very easy to do so if you're sitting there and you can double check that can actually uh, avoid one of the most common and sometimes deadly errors that can happen Um, and in addition just having that notepad and that advocate also helps you to understand all of the things that you're being treated for and it can just help your outcome in general Um, and then the second thing we advise consumers is to make sure that um, nurses and physicians are washing their hands every time they touch the patient. And we give you some ideas of how to do that. Um, we actually have some videos that are kind of cute, that are nice, I think nicely done, that just give you some ideas of how you can say to a doctor, oh, doctor, I think you forgot to wash your hands. It's a really hard thing to say sometimes. It's really important, though, because infections are a leading cause of injury and death in hospitals. So there are, those are the kinds of things we just give you some ideas of what you can, what you can advise. And then finally, you can advise your, um, your employees to take a look at the hospital safety score. Again, all this is free. Uh, but take a look at the hospital safety score before you uh, pick a hospital. If you're going for elective surgery, there's lots of situations where people have a chance to pick a hospital. Here's here's uh, one thing to consult is the hospital safety score, which will give you an idea of how safe it is um, and, and something that employees should really look at before they are admitted. So I guess at a high level, there's two key messages. One is that not all hospitals are the same. Right. And here's some tools to help you choose a hospital that you're less likely to get an infection or other medical er- error. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, no matter where you go, you at some point are responsible for your own safety. And uh, so here are some things that you can do to keep yourself or your, or your loved ones safer. Right. I mean... Uh you are responsible for your own safety. Hospitals should be responsible for your safety, but 
often don't, unfortunately, uh, often, uh, too often, they are not uh, upholding that responsibility. Um, and there are some things you can't do as a patient and in a hospital to protect yourself. And so that's where employers really driving that market, really, really being cognizant of safety can make a big difference. So let me give you an example. There are some what we call never events. These are events that just should never happen, Mm -hmm. but they do happen a lot. And that's in our safety score as well. And we track it. So let me give you an example of one um, objects left in after surgery leaving a sponge or even retractors. I mean, there's an incredible assortment of objects that sometimes get left in and they not surprisingly cause some pain, infection, and, you know, they're just, they're awful to, uh, and people have to get opened up again. It is awful. That should just never happen. Um, So, and hospitals know that, that it should never happen. Employers can have a a never events policy. They're not going to pay for that, right? Just simply say, I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay if you leave an object in. I'm not paying to get it out. You're going to do it. And uh, and if if you have a never event, I'm going to put you on my list. And I'm going to that's going to come up in contract negotiations. I'm going to tell my plans. I don't pay never events, and you you should neither. And you know, there's things you can do as an employer that you know that will help. But obviously, your employee can't do much. I mean, what are you going to say as, an, <laughs> as a patient? Right? Hey, get that sponge out of me before you sew yeah. me back up. Do you guys leave sponges in? I mean, <laughs> not much you can do, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're pretty much vulnerable. So you just need to pick the right hospital, and your employer needs to, uh, ha- you know, really be uh, assertive about the importance of safety, which is in their interest as well as yours. Leah, in the past several years, there's been this whole trend toward high deductible health plans and consumer driven plans. And with that has been a trend toward greater transparency regarding value and costs and helping the patient be a better consumer for where to shop, um, basically try, try to shop for your health like you would for other services, and where do you get the best deals on different services. How does patient safety fit into that? Unfortunately, right now, it doesn't fit in where it should. Um, mm. I, I feel like patient safety has been kind of sidelined in the new movement toward transparency, which we very much support. LeapFrog has been, you know, was the earliest uh, purchaser driven movement for transparency. And we continue to be a major advocate of transparency in every possible way. When you give employees information about the pricing of certain services and in some, a lot of cases, the quality as well. So here's, for example, the price of uh, knee replacement, and here's the quality outcomes that these different um, surgeons get. You know, those are the ideal kinds of transparency vehicles that employers are trying to offer their employees, and that's all great. But, and the big but is, it is critical to also tell them the safety of the institutions where they are getting that care. Because as I've said, When you know that one in four admissions results in an error or an accident, this is a ubiquitous problem. It's a huge problem, and it's costing you a fortune, and it's costing your employees their lives. So no matter how good that knee replacement goes, it almost doesn't matter if they get an infection or uh, or an injury or of some sort uh, that puts them out of commission afterward, no matter how well the surgery goes. So the whole issue of patient safety 
is an important issue of value because after all, the value of an, an infection is to an employer is zero. It is the zero value that underlies all of the, uh, the value uh, vehicles that we're now using in this transparency world. So I think what employers need to do is talk to their, many are working with transparency vendors or they're working with um, their health plans to say we want more information for our employees. They need to insist that that include safety information because safety is the stuff that's really going to uh, be extremely harmful in the long run and can't, it, there's zero value to it. Now, are there tools available on the marketplace right now that aggregate both the the cost transparency and, let's say, for example, the, the LeapFrog survey scores? Um, yes, there are a few. And, uh, for example, um, uh, Aetna is now incorporating the hospital safety scores into their uh, into their information for enrollees, which is to their credit. And I think there's a number that are coming out. I think Castlight will be so- soon coming out with something with LeapFrog uh, hospital mm-hmm. safety. And there, so there is some effort out there to incorporate safety. I think it's going to be important for employers to insist on that, uh, whether it's LeapFrog or anyone else. But I think LeapFrog is probably the easiest one to do and put uh, put safety into the equation to really think that through and to really make sure their employees are paying attention to safety when they're shopping. Leah, we've quoted a lot of facts and figures so far today, but when it comes down to it, do you think employees really will make a choice based on patient safety, given they're, they tend to respond to just go wherever their doctor tells them to go or wherever is the most convenient? Well, we did a lot of market research this year with uh, individual consumers, and what we found was that they absolutely care about safety. Uh, they don't understand the problem until they've had a chance to uh, hear more about it. But once they hear about it, they are—they all have a story. Almost every consumer we interviewed in our market research had at least one story of being harmed in some way uh, by a safety or error or problem. And then the minute they get it, they say, oh, yeah, 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 I want to know all about that. Absolutely. It's extremely important to me. So once they're alerted to the problem, they are absolutely passionate about it. Um, Then there's also a study that just came out um, from the Journal of Patient Safety, which is peer-reviewed, and it's about the effects of hospital safety scores and pricing, and it finds that consumers who are aware of the price and quality of a service will still pick based on the hospital safety score uh, first. So, And that was 2,500 consumers that they interviewed. So in fact, Really, uh, safety is a galvanizing force. People do understand it's really important to them. So I do think that um, this is an area where, uh, with a little bit of education and nudging from employers, um, their employees can really protect themselves and will want to. Hmm. Well, Leah, where can people find out more about you and about LeapFrog? Well, we have two websites. Um, They link together. We also have an app, actually. We have an app that's Hmm. downloadable for free uh, by you or your employees, and it's um, on iPhone or or Android, and it's just in the in the app store, Hospital Safety Score. It's the app. You can also go to hospitalsafetyscore.org. It also gives the app on that. And that's our consumer-friendly website where you can look up those A's, B's, C's, D's, and F's. And you can also get your employer toolkit there. Um, and then we also have a, a website really geared toward employers, leapfroggroup.org. It's leapfroggroup.org. Dot org. There's two G's in the middle of that website, leapfroggroup.org. And that has lots of, of, of information for employers, our policies, 
news items, sign up for our newsletter. We'll give you lots of good information about really monitoring the quality of hospitals and what employers across the country are doing to, to improve the care of their employees. Terrific. And we'll provide all those links on our show notes for this episode as well. Leah Binder from the LeapFrog Group, thanks for joining us on Workforce Health Engagement. Thanks for having me and good luck with with all your great work. All right, Engagers, that wraps up this episode. Once again, we'll provide the information and links that Leah mentioned on our show notes for this episode, which you can find at engagingleader.com forward slash WHE17, as in Workforce Health Engagement, episode 17. And while you're on the show notes page, you can engage with us by providing your thoughts or questions in the comments section or by clicking the red send voicemail button. You can also engage with us at facebook.com forward slash engagingleader or on Twitter, where I am, at Jesse Leahy. Workforce Health Engagement is a production of Aspendale Communications, a consulting firm that specializes in workforce communications, helping midsize and large employers attract top talents, engage employees, and deliver superior business results in several areas, not only health engagement, but also talent management, benefits and compensation, business transformation, and more. Find us at aspendalecommunications.com. And if you enjoyed this series, be sure to check out the leadership podcast, Engaging Leader, where my guests and I share ways to communicate, engage, and lead with greater impact. You can find both Workforce Health Engagement and Engaging Leader podcasts in iTunes, Stitcher, and on our website at engagingleader.com. Our thanks to Joe Sherwood, our producer, Tom Hitchcock, our programming director, Cecily Leahy, our web intern, Rick Terrence, our announcer, and Max Brody, who composed our theme music. Until next time, remember, over the long term, a program of the day won't help you boost employee health, productivity, and your bottom line. Nope. For sustainable success, you need an integrated approach to workforce health engagement.